thought usually when you say it's cool, that means you don't like it. That's what I thought. Ah, oh, man, it was cool. It was cool. I la- yeah. Like I said, I laughed out loud. So, um, you know, it was better than <laughs> that Stone Cold Stunner that uh, <laughs> Steve Austin gave Vince McMahon. <laughs> man, come on now. I saw it. I was like, Vince, you shouldn't even be out here, bro. You look about 95. Mm. I think he only like 70. No, he might be in his 80s, but that was terrible. Mm. They should have just not did it, actually. Did you watch WrestleMania? No, I didn't watch it. I see it's a two-day event now. Mm-hmm. You see ESPN goes to WrestleMania now? They had them on. They was at SportsCenter. Yeah, really? they said ESPN at WrestleMania. Yeah, they had a booth wow. and everything. That's interesting. I wonder where the sports coverage will go. Like, that would be like a the next thing on um on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, but I know they got that deal with Peacock, though. But just whatever. Um, yeah, a lot went on this weekend. It was pretty cool. We'll get to it. Um, Take your heart. Don't let me actually. Didn't mean to start it out like that, but let's start out with this. It's gonna be Dreamville Appreciation. Yeah, my girl booty is soft and shaped like a strawberry. Her pussy ball with a tat like Stephon Marbury. Carry all my dirt to the grave, I'm the Paul Bear. Bury all of my sins, staring out of the bins. Gone off hand, gone with the wind, gone with the pretty long Harris with the fairy skin, yelling in her face, and she repeats. Welcome like back. Parody, Welcome back. We back. Another episode of Basis yeah. Banner. As you hear, I call Paul. He has a great working microphone. The microphone sounds nice. Oh, yeah. I listened to it. I listened yeah. back to it. It, it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds great. Uh, another thank you to uh, Charlene Moore, who joined us last week. Um, Everything outside, everything outside of Paul bringing up uh, a third rail subject. Uh, I think I think it went all pretty well for our first no, guest. I, huh? I, I thought all of it went well. What are you talking yeah. about? Man? Yeah, okay, it's all Gotta good. Gotta ask the tough questions. It's all good. You, ca- you, ca- you caught your co-host and your guest off guard with that one. Hey, uh, I said I was gonna ask some tough questions. Though. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. Man. I guess I guess so. Um, all right, so uh, today we're gonna talk about uh, the weekend that was. There was a lot going on this past weekend. Um, we get into some of the festivals, some of the performances. Uh, we got some NFL news. Um, the Masters are this week, so uh, Tiger Woods is uh, back in the headlines again. Uh, and then we'll round it off, as always, with things that we've been watching um, and uh, things that are upcoming. So let's start with, let's see here. Let's start with the uh, the uh, March Madness National Championships. Both the win, the men and the women played. Uh, the women played on I believe that was Sunday. They played Sunday. Yep. Men <clears throat> played Saturday. Yep. I mean, uh, they Monday, played Monday. Monday. Oh, well, the real yeah. game was on Saturday, right? For Carolina fans, at least. <laughs> they beat you done? Duke. You done? You, you no, nah, I'm just saying. Okay. Well, I'm not. Listen. Okay. No, okay. All, I thought you was. I thought you were saying South Carolina. First, that's what. I, that's what I thought you was talking about. Okay. Go ahead. Nah. 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 The, uh, so anyway, the. Um, uh, South Carolina women's team beat UConn pretty convincingly. They were up pretty much the whole game. Uh, shout out to Dawn Staley. Um, doing a lot for basketball, women's basketball in particular, but just as a whole for basketball. Um, I think, you know, Dawn Staley in her, I won't say short run, but, you know, in, in, in the time that she's been at South Carolina, uh, really uh, kind of changing the game here. Um, ESPN uh, finally invested a little bit of money into the broadcast of the uh the women's championship and um it showed like they had l duncan and uh I believe it was Sue Ever- bird 
Yeah, uh, Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi had their own little yeah. spinoff, kind of like a, mm-hmm. a Peyton and Eli-esque show, um, you know, that, that ran concurrent with the broadcast. Um, and then just on top of all that, I mean, I think the product was good. Like the, the game was actually, you know, really good. Um, and, um, and, you know, the presentation was really good. So shout out to them. Uh, congratulations to South Carolina Gamecocks. They won their second what? championship uh, under Don Staley. Uh, let's move on. I guess we'll start with the, uh, the big matchup of the weekend. It was Duke versus Carolina. Another, That's right. Another uh, another entry into the the long <laughs> chapter rivalry. Um, uh, I mean, I guess I'll let you take it from there. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that game and how you feeling after that? You know, after that win, let's just say Monday never happened. Let's let's just stick with Saturday. How, how did that? How did Saturday that was our championship. That was our championship. Like we look forward to that. We did two key games against Coach K, and it was both L's to him. Get him out the paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean for for her. Granted, I had you know I had a had a couple of slights against her for the comments he made during the preseason or whatever. You mean Hubert? But, well, yeah, Herb Herb Hubert. I don't know because I seen it spelled two different ways. I don't know which way it's spelled, but anyway, it's, it's Hubert Davis. That's okay. Name. I used to watch him on ESPN, but I was like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We played great. Um, I did think Duke was going to win. I'm not going to lie to you, but I thought it was – first of all, it was weird that it was our first time playing against each other in the tournament. Second of all, we were at eighth seed, and Duke was – we were barely supposed to make the tournament. Like, they, they were, we were on the bubble. So, to get that far, to, get, to beat Baylor, to beat all of them, and then play Duke, everyone expected Duke to beat us. And I was like, and I've always asked people this about Duke. Who does Duke have besides Paolo? Who else? I don't know. I, I don't know who they are. They ain't better than UNC. What? What's up? No, I was just gonna say. I mean, they. I mean, they played a pretty tough game. No, that was. I mean, just back and forth. Like we saw, we saw, we saw a pretty good game. I mean, Paolo Banchero. Like I think he's an interesting, an interesting player. Like I, I think a lot of folks really think that he's. Uh, um, you know, a league ready kind of guy. Um, you know, and I think that he will play in the league at some point. Um, I don't know if uh, actually, you know, he's a, he's going to be a lottery pick this year, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was say he, he's, but, he's, he's lottery pick, but yeah, I, you know, like the athleticism and the stuff he does at six ten is pretty mind boggling. And I think it's kind of in the mold of a Giannis, but probably his body is more built for the NBA coming right into it. So I think you look at the, um, you know, his maybe his ceiling being Giannis, um, you know, maybe perhaps past that, you know, if he continues to develop his game. But, um, yeah, he's, you know, he's really talented. And I think a lot of people were seeing him for the first time throughout the year um, in this tournament and on Saturday in particular um, that, you know, he raised a couple of eyebrows. But I think there's, you know, there's there's some cautious optimism about, you know, him and, and his potential. Um, but, yeah, I mean, outside of that, um, I mean, I'm not really tuned in with the the Duke roster like that, so you're right. Like, you know, it's a bunch of no names, but you know, they were number one seed. I mean, they had a pretty good. No, seed. They're, they're number two seed or number two seed. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, from a college perspective, do you think? I mean, it's still Duke, but do you think that um, they'll still get the top recruits, even with Coach K leaving? Well, it's interesting you say that because, um, yeah, Nolan Smith, their their recruiting guy, um, took an associate. He head left. Coach. Yeah. 
Yep, took an associate head coach job at Louisville. And, um, you know, apparently John Shire is supposed to be the the guy uh, going into next season. Um, you know, we'll see how this Duke Brotherhood thing pans out. Um, I'm not certain that Shire is, you know, the 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 engine behind their recruiting. And, you know, we'll see. I know they already got a couple of commits, um, some five-star commits already. So, you know, hopefully – um, they remain competitive because I think the ACC is you know really good when both Carolina and Duke are are competitive. So um, you know I want that at least like you know I hate Duke but I don't want them to suck because I do. you know it's not fun. Well, being well up rumor, somebody that's bad. It's just a rumor, and of course, there's just people just hoping this would will happen. But they're saying Coach K might come just because of the way they lost, and I was like, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know, man. He, I think he's done. Yeah, I think I, he's tired of it. I saw no, re- I see no reason to speculate. I mean, if he do, he do, but he old as shit. Yeah, he he's <laughs> so, old as fuck. <laughs> don't let the hair dye fool you. <laughs> nah, I ain't getting fooled by that. <laughs> yep. I'm just so, glad uh, we got we got them out the paint. I'm glad. I, if, if it's one thing that we got done, we we beat Duke on the most important games of of their organization, their college. Mm-hmm. So, yep, as Anderson Pack would say. I think it's a clean sweep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, um, congratulations to um, Coach K. Fuck you. Have a good time. <laughs> um, now let's move on to the the championship game Monday night playing I Kansas. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, uh, I mean, we can briefly recap it if you want. <laughs> um, Kansas won. <laughs> now let's get into it. Uh, Caleb Love had an extraordinary tournament. Uh, played his heart out and. You know, Matzik actually, you know, uh, you know, really, really propelled them through their postseason stretch. Um, and, you know, they shoot everybody going to this game. Everybody was just making mention about how Kansas wasn't playing with their food. And, you know, they've been beating people up throughout the whole tournament. They're not getting no love and all this kind of stuff. And, and you know, Carolina really came in there as a as a severe underdog and still, you know, managed to you know, have a chance at the end um, to, to send that to overtime. So, uh, you know, congratulations to them boys. I know as an NC State fan, I'm supposed to hate Carolina, but I don't harbor those same feelings as I feel for Duke for Carolina. I'm sorry. Like, I feel like NC State fans are a little delusional um, in thinking that they have a, a say-so in, in a lot of these rivalries. So, you know, yeah, um, the kitty table. you know, all, all the, st- all the state guys, all the athletes were, you know, rock chalk Jayhawk all day on the, on the timeline. I'm like, yeah, you guys, you guys really, really rationally hate UNC, but I get it. You know what I'm saying? I was there for five years. I get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, all, all the Duke fans was talking about that yesterday. They were hitting me up, texting me rock chalk Jayhawk. I was like, bro, just, just relax. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Just relax. But it's I really- mean, I, Honestly, I want to go back to what two weeks ago when we were playing Baylor. I knew that 25 point lead that they gave up to Baylor. I said, this is going to bite us in the ass because if we get a big lead again on another good team, we're just going to give that lead up. And that's exactly what happened last night. That's exactly what happened last night. Um, One problem is uh, Davis, uh, Herbert Davis, Hubert, whatever, Hubert Davis, Hubert Davis, he only plays, he only, he only has all right, a six-man right. rotation. That's all right, baby, sound it out. <laughs> he only has a six-man rotation, which is mm-hmm. a problem because if people get in foul trouble, people get tired. Well, I mean, he, people he's get dealing injured. With, 
but he was doing what he had though. I mean, you know, this is the first year. He ain't he ain't built no depth of recruiting yet. Like, yeah, I know, but bottom's about come on now. Six people, six. Hey. But, but but anyway, but when, but guess champ- what? when championship on the line, like you put Matzik out there with two concussions. Who cares? Yeah, but it, well, exactly. Manning then got hit in the face twice today. He done hit Look, the ground. I'm calling him Matzik. You call him Manic. It's Manic, my bad. But I yeah. <laughs> I just like to point out when I'm being hypocritical. That's all. Go ahead. Oh man. Regardless, like I was saying. So he out there. Uh, we got Cam Johnson's brother Puff out here throwing up on the court. He got hit in the stomach. Um, he a nice little player, two, too. Yeah, yeah. We got two players out here spraining their ankles and playing with one leg. I'm like, actually, Bruh. let me stop. Let me stop you right there. Basketball should not be played in domes. Like, play them in actual basketball stadiums. Like, mm-hmm. stop being so damn greedy. Because uh, did you see that clip that's running oh, yeah, around yeah. where talking about the court bounce? Yeah, when man, yeah, yeah, when he tw- when he uh, sprained his ankle or twisted his ankle, like yeah, Gabby, yeah. whatever is how you say his name. Yeah. No, that was no, Manic. Good. Yeah, no, that wasn't Manic. Yeah, it was. Manic's the white dude. Yeah, he he when he rolled his ankle, a piece of wood came up. No, that wasn't Manic when he did it. That was uh the center. Oh, was it? Okay. Oh, I thought yeah, it was that, him. Yeah, was no, light no, skin? Was the center. No, he's. I mean. He, yeah, he's light skinned, I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah he, he ain't white. Same thing. <laughs> All right, so. But but yeah, but yeah, I saw I saw when it came up, I was like, man, that's not supposed to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think yeah, I think for player safety, like they either need to improve that situation. And I think that would be the most logical option, right? Like, you know, try to, you know, upgrade the infrastructure. You got this the billion dollar, you know, a year tournament thing. You you just, you know, you're just trying to get a show off, but you know, player safety ain't really Come up that high in the equation, so yeah. Um, let's get well, that, that fixed. was, yeah, that was dangerous. And then when Caleb Love just all of a sudden sprained his ankle by just mm-hmm. walking, I was like, yeah. oh, man, now nah, he done got hurt. And then we couldn't hit a shot in the second half, yeah, that was wild. first half was doing great. And I guess we just got too happy, like, mm-hmm. and I was like, Kansas is coming back, they're they coming were back, charged up, dog. I'm telling you, they yeah. was charged up. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, it was after that first half, like, nothing. I think everybody was charged up, you know what I'm saying, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was really bad. Still should have won the game because had plenty of times, plenty of opportunities. Like I said, college basketball is nothing but mistakes. Like mm-hmm. when uh, Kansas had the ball with four seconds left and then they ran out of bounds. I was like, yep, just yeah. just stupid shit going on. So, yep. Uh, yep. Caleb, That's- I saw a tweet by Caleb. He was hurt, man. That that that's stupid. He shot us out the game. To be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Not gonna hey, hold you, man. Y'all wouldn't be there without him, though. So that's true. That's um, true. Yep. So, uh, good luck next year. We'll we'll talk about college basketball at some point next year around this time, I guess. Uh, moving on to <laughs> actual basketball. Um, only thing I wanted to touch on in the NBA is that a um, report came out that Frank Vogel was uh, going to part ways, or the Lakers are going to part ways with Frank Vogel uh, at the end of the season. And um, and I, I, this is kind of weird, kind of auspicious timing, if you will, because like. The you know everything's going bad in Lakerland, right? Like you got Kareem and Magic talking shit, and then you got you got uh you know reports that you know he's uh, Vogel's gonna be out of there, and Doc Rivers is a consideration. Yep, Doc, Doc Rivers is Quinn is Snyder. So yeah, they got a lot going on, and and that winning time and and Magic, you know, the Laker brand it's is just healthy. so much. It's yeah, healthy, it's, but it's chaos. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's good and bad. I mean. Yep. I mean, I told you this before. The Lakers are done. They they were done. Like going into tonight, they got a two percent chance of making a play in tournament, mm-hmm. and they're not going to win because 
the Nuggets have to lose to the Timberwolves or some shit, and they're oh, not yeah. gonna do that. It's yeah. it's over. It, it's over. I mean, it's just just throw the whole team away. Throw, throw it all up. I mean, Frank Vogel, we knew he was gonna get the blame for it, even though it's not his. I don't blame him for it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I, Rob. Palenka. I'm blaming. Yeah, it's Rob. It's Rob Palenka and it's LeBron James. It's both of them. Like I mean, no one else. Playing hard. Huh? LeBron playing hard? No, I, I'm talking about GM LeBron. Not, 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 not on. The it doesn't exist. LeBron. I don't acknowledge that there is a GM LeBron that that exists. So okay. Well, well, how about this? I'm still blaming LeBron for calling Russell and saying, "Hey, you want to come play with us?" How about yeah? That? Especially uh, when Magic say they could have had Caruso healed and uh, all right, all right. Let me let me tell you something. <laughs> you're not. I'm not. If you're not going to acknowledge LeBron J GM LeBron, I'm not acknowledging Magic Johnson. He is a terrible GM. I, I was like, bro, do you not know there's a salary cap? Like nah, nah, all this nah. shit you talking about? Nah. I heard that. I was like, could have had Caruso. <laughs> Could have had Buddy, not Amy, you know what I'm saying? Demar Derozan. Like, they, 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 how much did they pay THT? Because I feel like they extended him for a long, like for a big. No, nah, they they gave him two years. Uh, I have to look it up, but it it yeah. wasn't it wasn't. A, I think it was like 18 million something. Like oh, that. okay. But but it's nothing's worse than one at 12:01 on uh trade. I mean, free agency. Magic Johnson signed Timothy Mozgov to like 80 million dollars. Yikes. Come on now. <laughs> hey, they, was, they was scraping the barrel then. You know, they had no man. When, when Magic <laughs> just talk, you know, imagine doing he distracting. He trying to keep you uh-huh. from talking about uh-huh. winning time. That's Ma- all Ma- it is. Ma- <laughs> look, 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 the show he about to start. Yeah, well, he already been fucked. You know, never mind. Hey, we'll get nah, to it. We'll, they, talk. They, they we'll get, get closer, to it. And closer. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get into it. We'll get into it when we talk. When we talk about the show because the episode where he remember that you know you know that picture. Where he took uh with all them women at the, the beach. Yeah, oh yeah, they were, and they was like, oh, this must have been the night. <laughs> That's what it said. This must have been the night. That's I'm what sorry. I, I don't mean I don't mean to make light of another man's medical condition, but it's all jokes here. Um, yeah. all right, so let's move on then. Hey, wait, 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 wait. I want are you still talking about basketball? If you want to, yeah. All right, I want I want to say something, man. Yeah, go ahead, man. Get off your chest. It's, it's been it's been weighing hard on me, man. Pause. Um I mean, like, I've been watching basketball for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching some games, man. And I, I just got to admit something now, man. Do you listen to talk? Yeah, I'm, I'm right here with you, dog. I think Giannis Antetokounmpo is winning me over, man. Oh, my God. Oh, wait a minute. For real? Man, no lie. I was watching the Bucks the other night, and I was like, is this what's going on? Is, is, is this it? Yeah, yeah. Is, is Giannis the truth? Welcome. Welcome is, to the... Giannis... Come on now. Take your time. Take your no, time. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Get it out. Like, Hey, look, what, what he did. What he did, yeah. He had a little one-footer. I, Fade away. I think I, no. I think it's what he wasn't doing. I think it was he was playing. I think he was playing Dallas or somebody. I think yeah, they lost to Dallas. Yeah, and he was playing hard. He wasn't acting cocky. He was getting teammates involved. I mean, oh, he was this nigga. This nigga. <laughs> you, shut up, nigga. Shut up. No. Shut no. Up. No, man. What? Motherfucking <laughs> act serious. like you, act like you've been there before, ass nigga. <laughs> shut up, nigga. Shut up. <laughs> You know what? I'm serious, man. I'm serious. And I was like, 
You know what? I might make a public See apology. Number one bullshit guy. <laughs> I'm serious, talk about, man. Talk about he ain't cocky. He ain't, you know, he, he, he ain't the, snarling. He, he ain't he, doing none of he that. Du- he dunked the basketball kindly. Shut up. <laughs> he, he, he hit a fadeaway. I was like, okay. Nah, nah, but for real, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you got past your hate to see that that thing is a he, he's he's right where he should be in the discussions. But you, he does you know he does every and every year he's improved everything. Like and you looking looking comparison to some of the people that were in, mentioned you know in the same breath as him just two years ago, Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he's fully committed to basketball, fully committed to to getting better. He hears everything. He don't react to everything, but he hears everything. And you know, instead of being sensitive about it, he actually takes it to the lab. You know, him and Thanasis and uh, I forgot the nah, other. I, I don't think Thanasis. You know, is they doing they know. you know <laughs> they get in the lab in the summer and 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 cook up. You know what I'm saying? But, like so, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you came around. I'm I mean, happy. but 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 also. I mean, he's he's. I, I still technically don't think he's better than Anthony, a healthy Anthony Davis. But I am giving him credit for like, all right, you, you winning me over now. You, he be, he you, better than healthy Anthony Davis, but I we, don't think so. Healthy Anthony Davis is unstoppable. Yeah. Healthy Anthony, go look at his stats. And Giannis, his entire Gian, career. No, no, Gian, no. Giannis ain't unstoppable. No, I said his entire career. Giannis, I'm saying is Giannis unstoppable or not? No. No, he's not unstoppable. He's oh, okay. Unstoppable. Uh, t- unstoppable. Na- name the dude. What you gonna boxing one? What you, what gonna you mean? What, what, how you, how you gonna defend? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna he do boxing one and keep wants. Jimmy on him. I'm gonna put does, Jimmy on him and does do what, boxing one. He does. That's fine. He wants. That's fine. Okay. okay. What that's I'm fine. saying is that's a different debate. What I'm saying day. is consistently, if you go through both careers, Giannis out here averaging six points per game starting off. Anthony Davis out here averaging twenty three points per game. Like yeah. I mean. I mean, but, but like Anthony, I said, Anthony Davis also had the benefit of of like going to like a a college pro team and and that's true, and, and that's getting, true, getting his body right and just you no, know even that's... coming into the league like you know I'm like still hey, giving I'm still like, giving y'all hey, hey, what, what's, credit though. What's, what, what's Michael Irvin always saying? Like it's about the distance travel, okay? Oh, it's about the distance travel for me. Speak the gods, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, yeah, I'm just saying. Um, I'm I'm giving Giannis his flowers. I'm like, all right, Giannis, you, you you winning me over now. I'm not watching you in disgust, hoping you lose. I'm like, yeah. there was one time I, I was like, oh yeah, okay, hit that. Oh, you got it. All right, yeah. I said, oh man, I'm going for the bucks. Yep, you know it. Um, so uh, moving on, uh, NFL. Bruce Arians retires from coaching and uh, heads to the front office um, to be, I think, the president of football operations, something like that, for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, some um, bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of conspiracy theories going, uh, uh, you know, circling about, you know, him and Tom Brady not getting along. Like, I'm not in those rooms, so I don't know if it's true. I don't or think not. that was a conspiracy theory. I think that was actually true. They've been talking about that since the first season they were playing together. Like, they didn't. Oh, they yeah. I, I figured everybody was talking about it because there was a couple of times where Bruce Arians in the press conferences, you know, when, you know, receivers would drop the ball and, and you know, interception would happen. Like he he'd say it's on Brady, and I remember mm-hmm. all those things, all those little instances. And you know, I think it's just kind of a you know the media making a big deal about stuff that <laughs> that is really not that yeah. deep. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But, but I think I it do, takes. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Go no, ahead. you what got you it. 
I, I was going to say, I, I think it takes away from Todd Bowles' hire and as mm-hmm. a head coach getting another opportunity. Um, so, you know, that's where I'm going to leave it. Go ahead. So, so here, here, here's the thing, though. So I do think Bruce Arians retiring and Tom Brady coming back, I do think that's related. I do think I do think that Tom Brady was like, hey, I will come back and play for y'all under what condition? Bruce ain't my coach anymore. I, I think it's more than that because they said Tom had a meeting with the owners, all of this, you know. And then the only thing, I'm glad Todd Bowles got the head coaching job, but at what cost? We talk about this all the time where, hey, black coaches do certain things, they get fired, then the white coach gets all the credit. Now, the Bucks aren't as good as they were last year. They can say they were, but they're not as good as last year. They have a better offensive line. They haven't signed everybody. They don't have the money. Now Todd Bowles is coming here like, all right, how long do I have Tom Brady? Tom Brady. That's a good point. Todd Bowles got five years. All right. Tom Brady ain't playing for another five years. Let's be realistic. He ain't playing. I'm going to say this. They're going to give Todd Bowles two years. I give him two years. And they're going to be like, oh, he's on the hot seat. He's on the hot seat. Why can't he win with this team? And and they're going to say, Bruce Aarons won with this team. I'm like, but it's not the same team. It's not going to be the same team, so yeah. we're going to well, see tra- what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm not. I don't want to get out ahead of it because who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of you know what's going to happen. Um, obviously, anybody looking in can see that this is after Tom Brady retires. This is going to be a complete gut job rebuild. Yep. Like you know, all of your all of your key pieces. Like even well, Levante Davis not that old, but he's been in the league for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. as a linebacker. So, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's going to be... Yeah, you're talking about, like, Devin White, he's going to be yeah, on his... Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, he's he's definitely in a situ- situation where they're going to have to look... I hope they look past these next one to two years um, to what this what this could potentially be. Um, and maybe with Bruce Arians in the front office, like, I'd like to think that a coach like Todd Bowles will have a chance to, to stick around because... Bruce always bring his homies. Mm-hmm. Bruce always put his homies on. And uh, you know, I hope I hope that that continues with him in the front office. So, we'll see. Um but it was noteworthy. Um sticking with some NFL news. Um this might qualify for the Will and Jada just shut the fuck up award. <laughs> but um I'm tired of people talking about Russell Wilson and Sierra dog. Like, I'm sorry. Like it was a joke. It was funny for a time on Twitter. Like, I don't know, five years and two kids ago, you know what I'm saying? Like now it's just like, okay, you niggas just in love with future or what, what brought them back up though? That's what, cause I saw it on Facebook and I was like, all right, people talking about Russ and Sierra again, but I didn't know what was the, reasoning behind it like, so Ch- channing crowder my least favorite, oh oh okay my, now my, i got you my least favorite nfl podcaster and i don't have a favorite po- nfl podcaster so he's my least favorite but he's part partially the reason why i stopped listening to i am athlete is because like he just wanted to be the contrarian you know what i'm saying like he just always like when it came to like hbcus he would dog the hbcus talking about the facilities and shit like that and kind of disparaging HBCUs and then um when they'd have like women guests on uh like I think mm-hmm. they had some soccer players on one time uh basketball players and like he would just you know he, he would just ask them like 
why do you think you deserve like he would try to basically defend the wage gap you know what i'm saying like i'm just like all right you, you obviously got an issue with something um but i'll play a clip but uh russell and sierra yeah russell ain't had that bread she ain't gonna be with him <laughs> russell square Sierra had a she she has a good situation, but she was you don't leave future they, she's and a, get with Russell Wilson. The, the, the thing is, I think the, that's what you don't wrong, leave though. future and get with Russell Women Wilson. Like, it's, a, it's a type. Listen, bro, everybody peace. got a type. Yeah, that's true. Everybody has a type. You're going to leave Future and get with Russell Wilson? You He's have... so goddamn square, and I love him on the field. He's this. a square. Channing. He's a fucking square. Channing, you go from this level of toxicity, you just want something stable. You want the guy that was sitting with that girl with that big old mouth at the draft that was laughing, and you knew she deserved <laughs> to be with him. Goofball? Yeah, you want that you guy. You want to get with goofballs, no, You want the guy that told me, you know what? I was I was praying and God told me to go save her. That's what the man told me to my face. But okay. so that was Ryan Clark saying some shit about something. But oh, that was Ryan Clark talking. Yeah, Ryan. The, this is when they show the pivot. Um, okay. They uh, for him, I think Shannon Crowder and uh, Fred Taylor left. I am athlete and started this thing with uh, with Ryan Clark and then um, I am athlete. I think. Brandon and, and Ocho are still on there. But anyway, um, couple points. One, okay, if both Future and Russell have money, right? Like I think we mm-hmm. can all acknowledge that. Absolutely. So if money was an issue, then I'm not sure what, what that point brings. Uh secondly, he's a square. So yeah, so <laughs> like, you know, you talk all this shit about, you know, you you being like a strong father and, you know, you love your kids and your wife and all that kind of shit. Like Russell ain't doing nothing but the same thing. Exactly. I mean, like, wh- like it's, it's almost like niggas want to like niggas would prefer you women to suffer in relationships that aren't good for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. I, I should ha- I should I should be grateful for the honor of future treat me like shit. We see I mean, the public yeah, record. That's what I'm saying. We we know. We I, I just didn't know that. I was like, why are people still talking about him? Like, I felt as though people hated Russ because of sports. You know, before because Russ was in the NFL before Sierra came along, and you oh, know, people didn't like. He he wasn't. Are you sure? About? I said Russ. Yeah, what you say he was in the he was in the you say see when since before Sierra came along, you're talking about before they got together? Yeah, before they got together. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I think I figured people didn't like Russ because of sports. You know, you know, he was the guy that he was not the typical, as they like to say, typical black quarterback for us. He's like, you know, all white people like him because he's not like all the Tom Kaepernick and you know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um but then Sierra comes. No, I don't now, know what you're saying, Rob Parker. What, what you saying? <laughs> you know about to give me. What you trying to say? You about to give me? No, you about to give me. You trying to say? You trying to say Russell no, Cornball, no, brother? No, 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 no. I wasn't gonna say. That. All right, then. Matter of fact, I want you to sit back and listen to how Russell bags Sierra. Okay. I want to know the line that in your mind that made you 
made you bag Sierra? What was the line that got her to go out on a date with you? Well, uh, first, first of all, shit. You know, I had this Come wallet. On, I had this wallet. I had this wallet, and it was it was broke. It was broke down. It was like kind of tore up. Yep, you know, yep, I yep. had it for a while. I was single at the time. You know, I was running around single, and I had I had this wallet. It was torn up, so I could you know first day we met. Mm-hmm. And we had been talking for two and a half hours, you know, hanging out. Whatever. Talk. This nigga lies. He saw the uh, wallet sitting on the table. She said, what the hell is that? <laughs> she said, what the hell is that? I said, what? What are you talking about? Pay attention she now. She said, that wallet, what, what the hell? you losing with that. I said, I put my finger, I said, first of all, with me, you never lose. Ooh. I said, second Ooh. of all, second of all, second. I said, that's what, see, that, that wallet, that shows consistency. Consistency. Ooh. Shows huh. consistency. That's what you're going to get from me. That's what you're going to get from me. Somebody's going to be consistent for you every day. Okay, Russ. Go pack. Even when your shit old Go pack. I see the connection. I see the connection now. Shannon Crowder. Shannon Crowder. I'm going to tell you like this, playboy. You want to know what a square is and a lame is? A square and a lame, you got six years in the NFL. No Pro Bowls. No Super Bowls. Your net worth is between one and five million over a career playing football, getting motherfucking hit concussions and broken bones and shit. You don't keep Russell's name out your mouth, you ugly, Sinbad looking motherfucker. <laughs> I get the good shots. That's all I got to say. I get more good shots. That's, that's all I'm saying, man. That's all right, all right. All right, all right. That's all I'm saying, dog. Maybe Russ has said it, maybe he didn't. The only thing that the only problem I have with Russ is when he gets on live or he gets on stuff, Mr. Unlimited. I'm like, all right, bro, just you must be bored. Go sit down, bro. Oh, no, I never seen that. What's that? Okay, so I think it was either last year or the year before. He was like, hey, stop calling me Russ, Russell Wilson. You know, I got a new nickname. Okay. It's Mr. Unlimited. You never Res- seen that? Respect his swag, nigga. Oh, man. You are. He wrestled name on your mouth, too. I knew he was going to say that. I knew Shut the fuck up. Talk about Russell. That's my quarterback. Ho ass, nigga. Watch your fucking mouth. You hear me? Told you. <laughs> I'll fight somebody off Russell. Russell and Richard Gannon. <laughs> Rich Gannon. All right. Oh man. Watch your mouth. Does, anyway, does Rich, does Rich even do uh commentary anymore? No, I don't think so. He's just somewhere enjoying his wife and kids. Probably at the Capitol on one six. Being honest. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's all I wanted to say on that. Um, moving on, more sports. Tiger is expected <laughs> to play in the Masters this week. Got the Masters teeing off on Thursday, yeah. opening Thursday. round. Um, I'm just glad Tiger's back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think golf's more exciting when Tiger's back. Like, the I saw, world is happy that he's back. Yeah, I saw like a um, and funny thing. How do I put this? I don't want to articulate this. I feel like if Tiger's cheating situation happened like two years or three years later than it did, I think. I honestly think that there's no coming back from that. I don't know. Yeah, in, today, in, today's, yeah. in today's climate, like I feel like I don't know. People are are are, and I'm I'm happy that he's he's back playing golf. Um, but I feel like that's like <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, but um, well, no, because because people, the black community, you know, their own, you know, they 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 got Tiger on thin ice because they were like, all right, Tiger, 
you be doing some shit that we really don't appreciate, but we don't let you slide. You keep winning. So, you know, but you I mean, know, you like pick- you said, if, if it happened a little later, yeah, I think Tiger would yeah, have to pay. But also, but also, never mind. You know what? I just thought about it. We'll strike all that from the record because also, I feel like niggas like Dr. Umar and you're like wokey woke types don't really oh, care. Cause, don't really care because his wife was white. Mm-hmm. I, just feel, I just feel like nobody cares. So good luck yeah. to Tiger. Let, let me ask you, man. Does he have the worst luck? Does he have the worst luck? Because as a golf player, it's, it's like too, things just too much happening. There's too much coincidence for there to that's be. What <laughs> that's I'm what I'm sorry. Saying. Well, that's what I was getting at. I'm like, dog, what's up, man? Like, I think I, I think my on? dog is screaming for help, but you know, <laughs> hey, more than little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> this is ridiculous, though. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, uh, man. I was like, speaking don't get of, hurt no more, man. Speaking of screaming for help. What was that? Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm hearing stuff outside. Like, what's going on here? Anyway, speaking of screaming for help, like I was saying, Tory Lanez caught him, caught him a little, caught him a little trouble. Trouble. You know what I'm saying? This week. What did he get into? What did he get into? This week, um, or actually today, he was in court. Um, judge heard about an hour of arguments. And uh, led to him being handcuffed and his bail being uh, increased. I'll read the story from TMZ. Tory Lanez was handcuffed in court and had his bail increased after a judge ruled that he violated a protective order in his case with Meg the Stallion for talking about her on social media. The Canadian rapper had a hearing Tuesday in L.A. where he was remanded into custody of Sheriff's Department and a judge set his bail at $350,000. Who did he kidnap? Anyway, uh, <laughs> prosecutors had—I'm sorry—prosecutors. I can't help myself. Pro- prosecutors have requested that he be held without bail, or at least set it at five million. And we're told that uh, in the process, he's in the process of uh, posting the three hundred fifty thousand um, dollars. Now, this was in reference to the tweet that he uh, sent out on February twenty-third, where he said, "Good dick had me." Had fucking, both of them. Yeah, had had me fucking two best friends and I got caught. That's what I apologize for. It's sick how you spun it though. They're saying that he addressed Meg directly as you uh you know in the in the tweet and that was a violation of his protective order. He's not supposed to contact or mention her at all. Tory fired back uh fired that tweet off back in February. And prosecutors also voiced concern about a tweet from DJ Academics from February, which read breaking. It was revealed in court moments ago that Tory Lane's DNA was not found on the weapon in the Meg Stein case, which at the time, if you can remember, I'm like, hey, like, that's probably not the best thing to say. But I think the yep. prosecution yep. also the prosecution also believed that info was uh, was given to ac- academics from Tory's team. And uh, of course, Tory's attorney uh, denied it and said it wasn't possible um, because DJ Academics' initial tweet was wrong. Um, so there's a kind of a double whammy there, right? Like, not only did DJ Academics like try to preempt, you know, a court hearing, he also got information wrong in his tweet. Um, well, so well, I, I saw. I, did you see the updated news about it? About that? Well, I'm not finished reading the story, but uh, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. My yeah. bad. Cook, cook, oh, cook. actually. Well, no, no, no. You know what? Because that's all this really says is that 
um, DJ Academic shit is 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 flawed. But go ahead. Well, they're saying that <clears throat> someone tweeted him, you know, making fun of DJ Academic, and then he said that actually he didn't get the information from Tory Lanez. He got the information from Rock Nation. Rock Nation uh, leaked it to him. So of course he's gonna say that because he was brought up in court today. <laughs> where where what's your, how are you sourcing that? How are you source your information you're bringing to the show, Paul? Exactly. Uh, I'm getting sourced from Ball Sex uh, Sports. No, seriously, who you got it from? Oh, I got it from DJ Academic. Oh, so you, so after his tweet was wrong and was proven wrong in the court of law, you used to go go back to academics as a source. <laughs> See, this, that's what's wrong with 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 this whole discourse. That's hey. exactly what's wrong. Hey man, I just wanted to see the verdict of the case. They they keep prolonging right, this, just, and just I say, think just, I know why. Just 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 say that then. Just say that. Then. <laughs> just say that then. All right, moving on. Moving on. Moving the fuck <sighs> on. Oh my gosh. Oh man. All right. Uh, let's get into a little bit of what we did this weekend. Um, for me, I attended Dreamville Fest from my couch <laughs> via Amazon Music. Salute to Amazon. Uh, actually, Gerard, I got a question for you. If you listen to this, remind me to ask you because I got a question about uh, streaming rights and how these uh, festival deals are structured. Um, and maybe, hey, look, we did a trial run with a guest, so maybe we can get you on. Uh, but remind me to ask you. Anyway, <clears throat> um, so I watched most of Dreamville. Um, I didn't watch a lot on Saturday. I only caught a couple of sets on Saturday. Uh, I caught Jid. I caught um, Shanti and Ja Rule. I believe T Pain was on. No, T Pain was on Sunday. Um, I caught I caught a good deal of it on Saturday, but more okay. I caught more on Sunday. Um, and uh, Wale, Earth Gang, Kaylani. Oh, actually, no, Kaylani was on Saturday. Um, but anyway, overall, really, really good, really good uh, festival. Um, they, it's still like, cause I went to the first one in person and like, I felt like I was still in the same environment. Like, like all that shit felt familiar, like the whole vibe of that festival. Um, so, you know, I'm glad that they kept that going. Um, <clears throat> Dorothea Dix park is huge. Like it's, it's a big ass park and they have two stages. So there's the rise stage where, you know, they get some pretty good acts on that stage, but your main stage is the shine stage. And that's the stage that everything shifts over to at night when the headliners come out. So um, I didn't catch WizKid's uh, performance because uh, he was the headliner, I think, on Saturday night. Um, and I didn't catch his performance because I think uh, women were playing. So I was watching that instead. Okay. Um, but, dog, I came here to tell y'all that I am a JID evangelist. Like, that dude put on a show. He had, like, a 40-minute set. Mm -hmm. He brought out Earth Gang. He brought out Boss. Um, and uh, they did um, they did a bunch of songs. Um, what's the what's the joint? I woke up for some money. Oh, I woke up with some money. Yeah. Um, um, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Little bitch. Too many ops here. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Luke and uh, J. Cole did that on Sunday. What's the other one? Um, um, damn, man. I played that shit out. It is funny because 
Jid played it in his set and he brought out Un- Boss Un- and Earth Under Bang. the Sun. Under the no, Sun. No, it wasn't Under the Sun I was thinking oh, okay. about. Okay. Um, Down Bad. Oh, okay. The next song. Yeah. It did shit like three times. Jid did it during his set with Earth Gang and Boss. Then Boss did it during his set on Sunday. And then J. Cole brought yeah, Boss back out to do it on his set on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'm the really? shit where we play. We yeah. got a chop where we play. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Come through the city. Come through the city. Like yeah, it is. AK-47 stick. Go stupid. Yeah. Draw the money out all over. Yeah. Okay. Little dirty, nappy-headed, East Atlanta nigga. Father said it now was a force. 44, Hank, Aaron, Chrome. Wanna make it home. Then get out the porch. Let a nigga cover faded for. I had to fade a nigga at the fade for. It's tomato or tomato. Either way, the boy, the great to play it. I won't say it no more. I was just fucked up. I was just down, 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 bad. Fuck up, but I'm here for the crown. Board of Education versus Brown. I was Board of Education, left the town. Fuck a resume and fuck a cap and gown. Fuck a background, check background. When I get the check, nigga, that's yeah. now. I was just fucked I was up. Lit. I was just down, down. Because uh, Jid, like, the one thing I wanted to point out about Jid's performance is that, like, the dude. He doesn't he doesn't perform with back background vocals like he just the music oh, okay. um breath control like the performance like everything was just super dope um and his his set was really really well planned out like he did like I said he did like 40 minutes maybe 30 you, minutes he, he's like the east coast he's the east coast k dot man yeah his cadence like all of it everything just the way he raps he just reminds me of Kendrick. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to any new music from him. Um, also, I wanted to point out. Let's see, DJ Drama set was super dope. Brought out, um, brought out Jeezy, Ti, and Wayne. Um, they all they each did like 10, 15 minutes. Um, and uh, it's funny they were interviewing DJ Drama, like a little show, uh, like a little little show they were doing at the festival um that amazon music put on it was hosted by wayno rob markman and forgive me i forgot the lady's name uh or the woman's name um who does the r&b stuff there but um there's a three a three-person group and uh they were interviewing dj drama right after or right before he was supposed to go on and um they let him know that he that tyler won the grammy for uh call me if you get lost dj drama got mm -hmm. so um so yeah that was a cool moment on on tv um and then uh let's see what else happened oh ari's set was really good um she looked great um and she did she did like a 30 minute set too um she came out right before the gangster grills uh portion t-pain came on before ari lennox really good set too his was only like actually i think he got 30 minutes too um and he rocked out um and that was my first time seeing like t-pain perform in that kind of setting mm-hmm. um so that was super dope um he's got a lot of energy to his show um even though like some of his earlier stuff like a shit like freshman year like some of that shit is like you know what i'm saying slow really slow tempo kind of but you know yeah that shit turned up so uh so, like, so, ringtone area, area. yes yeah, yeah uh salute to him um but yeah just all in all and then of course um um oh <laughs> Wale uh <laughs> he performed on um he performed on Saturday too or Sunday too and uh I guess he was coming from WrestleMania so like he was you know what I'm saying like he was late and then he only did like three songs and 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 dip. <laughs> I was gonna say WrestleMania yeah it was uh was yeah. this weekend so yeah. I can see him being and busy. he was busy and then he did the uh he went to like a premiere for 
that movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, it's called uh, Ambulance. Ambulance. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he was he was a he was a busy weekend for Wale. So I, I didn't yeah I didn't mind. I've seen Wale a whole bunch of times, so I didn't mind. But I'm sure those people that was those people that was uh, that packed in there, you know, to try to see him. Uh, weren't too uh, weren't too happy that he only did like three songs after being like twenty minutes late. So um, salute to him. Um, and then of course round off the night you had um, you had J Cole and dog. I mean that dude like that last performance every every Dreamville or you know that slot like is super magical. Um, J Cole's a beast like beast performer beast showman like everything like that shit is that shit was a dope set um yeah he did was, he did some older stuff like the last time he did like a lot of like the come up friday night lights kind of old stuff because he knew that the people that was there the first year like really fuck with him you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like he was doing all like the old shit this time he did more of the you know like he did a lot he did uh um uh what's his joint um uh First things first, recipes, Uncle Phil, that joint. Um mm-hmm. a whole bunch, but he had like an hour, so yeah, he really crushed that shit. Um, but uh shouts out to uh from what outside looking in appeared to be a very successful um Dreamville, um and a nice welcome back. Um I think that that mixtape is kinda I think that mixtape is gonna be the 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 precursor for, for any Dreamville fest coming up. Like you know, like every year they do this, if they continue this, like, is you gonna get a mixtape and then you're gonna get Dreamville? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a good um, formula. Yeah. Um, especially because, I mean, shit, I heard Down Bad three times. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the joint that they released the, the la- before the last Dreamville, uh, Dreamville joint. So, um, you know, like they, they really bank on being able to come in and do these songs and they already got kind of a built in audience and then, whoever they bring on to the fest. I mean, it's a perfect festival formula, right? Like, you know, especially if you're a label throwing a formula or throwing a, um, throwing a festival. I don't think any other label doing that. That's what I was about to say. Dreamville is consistent. They have a lot of artists. I don't think there's any artists that are like, you know, just trash or anything like that. Um, I, I mean, I don't think anyone else is really doing this. Be honest with, like you said, like, yeah, they always they always compare or they used to compare like TDE and Dreamville, but TDE ain't doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Dreamville is like they said, they just consistently coming out. Earth Gang came out with their album this year. J. Cole came out last year. Jid probably gonna come out with something this year. Ari Lennox is tired of people's shit, but she probably gonna come out with something. Like oh, she's just, definitely come out with something. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean yeah, um oh that was the other thing I wanted to say too. Earth Gang set was so live, like Earth Gang got a good show too. Like Earth Gang. But they're veterans, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, Irv Gang has been in this for a long time. And mm-hmm. um, and it shows. Like, their stage performance is crazy. Um, but uh, my favorite part of the Jid set was that they tried this uh, this new song out. The uh-huh. first song on the Dreamville drink. I got a time. Oh, yeah. Come on, stuck. They <laughs> opened up a mosh pit. This shit oh, I know J. Cole killed this. J. Cole killed this. Tell me the fuck up, bruh. But I know there's no way this nigga was ready for what's about to happen. Stick, 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 stick,
shit is so loud. Yeah, um, and I think that's a perfect segue to, to talk about the album or the mixtape. Uh, of course, DJ Drama presents, you know, whatever. Um, you know, that was all dope. Um, yeah, were, I think. Go, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, the, I think that the mixtape started out really strong. Like, I liked it as I was going through, like, the first, I want to say, like, five songs or so. Um and then you know there were a couple skips in there you know what i'm saying but like it's a mixtape so i wasn't really expecting like kind of a cohesive project i was expecting to go through there try to look at the artists that i like go to those songs first and then kind of listen to the rest of it at my leisure um (laughs) one one, Uh, i'm I'm trying to figure out how how, uh how did two chains old ass find his way on this album twice Oh yeah, really dope. I like I like that ghetto guys freestyle. I like his verse on that. Actually, I like his I like both his verses. That Barry from Simpson, yeah. Uh, I think the key joints for the people, I mean, the, the people who stood out the most, of course, was Jid and um, Jayco, of course, in my opinion. Um, oh, I like this loot joint. I figured you like loot. This wasn't really a gangster grills. It's just. This DJ drama talking a little bit. That's about it. And I'm yeah. only getting better. Isn't that what a gangster girl's in? Like nah, he does. A, he used to do a whole way more than just this, but I let it slide. Cool. Straight sober, high roller like 24 down Tavola. You got the word on your shoulders. Shout out Tavola. 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 Yeah, so um, I, I really like the R&B tracks, though. I really like those two. Yeah, uh, Ari yeah, had a couple of solo joints on there. Uh, I really like that um, that coming down. Like it seemed like a little bit like different than what Ari's content usually is. Right. It was uh-huh. like about perks and zans. You know. Hold on, let me. I'll play a little bit of it. Wasn't much else music come out. So. Like the sweetest of brooms. You are Ari Lennox. Perkies and Zans. Made you a different man. Every single time you couldn't have him. Crazy. Call me on my name. When love is in your veins. You gon' make me punch you dead in your face. Baby, when you're coming down. <laughs> This shit hard. This shit super hard, dog. This shit hard. <laughs> so yeah, uh, shout out to Dreamville 
for a successful weekend and um, a successful festival, music release, all that. Like those are good notes. Those are really good people over there. Um, And it all starts from the top down. Salute to Eve and and J. Cole, like really like steering the ship. Um, And uh, and the artists, they they all fall in line like, hey, we need y'all for this. They all there, you know what I'm yep. saying? Like every like everybody, Kaz, Omen, Luke, like you know everybody. Yeah, so I was, was there. like, where Omen been? I was like, Omen been hiding for a long time. Omen, <laughs> so he, I think Omen is like, you know, you know that, you know that, uh, you know that meme where it's like Kermit and then the dark Kermit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, o- do it. O- <laughs> Omen, Omen is the 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 dark Kermit to Kanye. Like in terms of like, he's a producer. You know what I'm saying? Like he does his thing, or he does a lot of production. Um, but he also raps too. You know what I'm saying? And like like I, I caught a little bit of his set on Sunday. He was like one of the earlier acts on Sunday. Doesn't really have like the he doesn't have like the festival type of type of music. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. his shit is like bumping through your speakers, tagging some shit up, or skateboarding, or whatever the fuck you're doing. Like his shit is like headphones, like on max let's get to it like that's the kind of music he makes um and i i just didn't see it kind of translate into the festival and maybe it was the audience too um not being as familiar with omen but uh but like i said everybody was there everybody was doing their thing um it was a gr- it was a great experience to to experience you know at, from the comfort of my own home frankly um and and watching those uh watching those things so salute to them. Um, the Grammys were on Sunday. Um, I didn't get a chance to look up all the awards, but I know, um, of course, Tyler won best rap album. Um, I saw Jasmine Sullivan got her one. Uh, Silk Sonic got them a couple, I think four. Um, and SZA, uh, uh, Doja Cat got them one. Um, Beyonce performed. Nas performed. Uh, I gotta catch I, I, Nas. I, I missed all that. Yeah, I, mi- yeah. I, I missed all of that. It was on the same time as the as the UNC game, so not UNC. No, um, no, yeah, yeah, UConn, UConn game. So, um, so yeah, uh, I can see why not. But um, you know, hey, it's what it is. Oh, Kanye got one too. Didn't he win for um? I feel like he won. It was Donda. It was for he Donda. won two. Yeah. So, uh, salute to him. Um. Pusha T's dropped new music tonight. Him and Jay Z, right? Mm-hmm. I heard Jeezy was supposed to be on this song, but maybe they couldn't get it cleared or something. I don't know. But mm. him and Hove, good enough. That's enough. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it. Enough cocaine for everybody. <laughs> so, um, looking forward to that. Also, Schoolboy Q is dropping music tonight too. Uh, I think a, sing- a single called uh, "Soccer Dad." Um, see, I told you, it's it's that. Uh, see, see, <clears throat> see how they do. Dreamville getting all this shine now. Now they want to come out. Not not pushing T, but you know, Schoolboy Q was supposed to come out with some music. I think last year, the mm-hmm. end of last year. So was just soul. like, yeah, I was I was literally about to say just Ab Soul too. He said soon, like that was like ten months ago. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully, he ain't on no book. Neither one of them are some bullshit. Yeah, um, it seems like Pusher is just kind of methodically like releasing his whole album that he owes us. So. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> just, we'll see. Just see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I got my eye on you, dog. Because it was it come it comes out next Friday, right? Maybe next Friday. I think uh, April. Yeah, I think it's 14th the fifteenth or fifteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like so, yeah. We'll see. It might be fourteenth. 
All right, let's move on to TV and movies. We're making great time because I want to watch Abbott Elementary uh, at nine o'clock. So let's get to it. Uh, let's start with Snowfall. Snowfall. Um, what do you think of this last episode? It it felt like kind of filler. Felt like uh, yeah, no, nothing happened. Um, yeah, I think it was a filler episode. I I'm think, glad they I gave guess, us a break. Yeah, I was gonna say because so much shit happened the episode before. They jumped the shark um, like shit the, the episode before. We didn't really get into it as much because uh, we had a guest, but like they they jumped the shark like shit, like with the great escapes and you and know all you that. know what it is. You know but, what it is. John Singleton isn't there to discipline these folks. <laughs> like, I mean, right, we ain't yeah. doing that. We, yeah, we ain't that's doing definitely. That. We, we ain't having no tiger running down the street doing yeah. all this bullshit. Like, it's too much. And I just saw they got renewed for the sixth and final season too. So, oh, good. It'll be a, it'll be a ending to this this misery. Yeah, but is they, this is this the fourth season or the fifth? This is the fourth season though, right? I, I think this is the fourth season. Could be. Well, Regardless, yeah, I mean, like you said, it was so much going on in the episode before. Um, this was good to see more of Jerome. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. I still didn't I think, believe that Peaches, I think Peaches had something. To, I was about to say, I think Peaches got AIDS. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, he probably dead or he, like you said, got AIDS or something. I, I mean, it's that, it's, that, it's that time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, that, it's that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I didn't know if they was going to see him or not. And I, I knew that Jerome thought it was going to be like they were trying to set him up and he didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's about time that we actually start getting into Jerome's story, too. Like, you know, why he's so angry. And and it, is it me or spoiler alert? I thought Jerome and, and I thought they were already married <laughs> this whole time. I thought nah. they was married. Nah, they weren't married. Uh, well. But, you know, they might as well be right. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, so yeah, but but th- that actually speaks to a point where I'm, I'm like, like, do you need to tell this story about them getting engaged? Like, is that really no, necessary? No. That that's what made that last episode filler. Um, the fact that they this dude gets out of jail, nobody tells them until they start until he starts shooting at them, and then even then on multiple occasions they keep bringing this nigga to the table, offering him shit, both Franklin yep. and Lee. And I'm like, okay, like, like you know what's about to happen, right? Oh yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. You're not with it, but yeah, Leon yeah, gonna get got. Yeah, he, he gonna get got. He, 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 he's gonna get got because he 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 playing the middleman, and something yeah. gonna happen, and he just all right, Leon. Leon, someone gonna have to die. I always say that someone well, yeah, important I mean, is gonna have to die. Literally, just like he's out making a deal by himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like as you know, Franklin don't really fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's supposed to present as a united front and. You know, that's 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 what Lee doing to try to defuse the situation behind the scenes, but that's gonna put him at odds with Franklin. No, no, because Franklin said he do whatever you gotta do, remember? He's he oh, told yeah, him yeah, he, was like, right, he, right. he was like, Do whatever you gotta do, man. You're right. Um, but they are being a little too nice to this nigga though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All the shit that's going on. <laughs> shot at nigga, what? Like nah. Yeah, he said, Does it look like I'm fucking hiding? Yeah. <laughs> Nigga got, nigga got, nigga got tranquilized because of him, dog. Nigga had, <laughs> exactly. with, nigga had to deal with that tiger because of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that ain't enough, but this you know, we'll see. Magic Johnson one time and he think he the shit now. <laughs> oh, the dude that shot at Franklin. Oh, know, oh, the same oh. actor. <laughs> that's not the same actor. That's not the guy that plays Norm Nixon. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the same guy. Nah, dog. I need you to check that IMDb, dog. It's it's the same guy, man. Is it? <laughs> It's the same guy. I, I checked it when I was watching it. It's, it's Norm Nixon. I said that last year. Tell me 
Big Magic Johnson. What does he do? He's got eight. <laughs> So, <laughs> he ain't scared of no fucking Magic Johnson. <laughs> oh, did you know they're doing a Donald Sterling story? No, and, uh, and, uh, Larry Fishburne and I forgot the other person supposed to be in it. Uh, oh shit, who who uh, who uh, he Fishburne gonna be? I don't know who he gonna play. Alvin, Gen- who he gonna play? Who's the coach? Who's the coach? Doc Rivers, Mike Silas, <laughs> Paul Silas. Who's the coach? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I just know. I just saw. I saw Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, in there, and he's making his return to basketball. You know, Cornbread, Earl, and me. That was a okay. All right, um, moving on. Atlanta. Um, this next, this third episode of the season. Um, they were. I like the cold open. I thought that shit was funny. Um, where they were walking down the street, the white lady was looking out the window on the phone, uh, and. <laughs> And uh, Darius and, and Al were making fun of Earn, like how the way he talked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, that's how you talk anyway. <laughs> and, and then, and then uh, Van said, why you guys always bully him? <laughs> I thought that was funny. But, uh, but yeah, they, they end up in a, in a, in a millionaire. They're on their way to a party or whatever, and they go to a millionaire's, a billionaire's house. Um, I mean, yeah, what did you think of the episode overall? Hey man, I'm not even gonna hold you. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I have no idea where Atlanta's going. I, I have no idea. I, I don't know what um, what's what's uh ZZ Beats? What's her, her Zazi Beats? Her name. That's a fine. Her her name. Her name is Zazi Beats. Her character's name is Van. <laughs> I don't know what Van is up to. She out here stealing. She pushing folks in the pool. Yeah, like, what is th- going that's on, a, that's a really peculiar like storyline. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like what is she doing. Like yeah, she you know of course there's they've been away for three years. They're supposed to they're trying to show the growth in these characters over the time that we've missed them, right? Like I think they're trying to keep mm-hmm. that keep in accordance with that timeline. But like I don't know, it just feels like things are different. Like Darius as a character is more grounded, right? Like he's yeah, he's like I think the only person that hasn't changed is is Al. Now I think yeah. about it, he just Al with money now. But he the same Al. But he's still the same. He's still the same. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, like I, I think that, you know, it it has its moments where it's a lot of social commentary. Um, you know, even I like I love that 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 dynamic that Darius walked into where you know a little Asian lady was like, was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm married. Yeah, <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> I have a fiance. I have a fiance. I was like, whoa, can chill out. <laughs> and motherfucking motherfucking uh, socks. Came over there with the with the Is that with SOX that baldy young. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just stop to say your hairline is it's it's intense. <laughs> so I thought uh, I thought maybe he had uh he had spiked uh Darius's drink or something. I was like, bro, don't take no drink from him. Yeah. Like, he just walked up on that. But the way they ganged up on that Asian lady, that was perfect. Like that was a yeah. perfect. Derek was like, oh, like, don't go. Nah, yeah. leave, leave. Yeah. Her dumb ass. Hi, Darius. I gotta, I gotta watch that scene again because I was laughing so hard. Uh when, when he saw her and he made eye contact, like, he, he was, was like, like nah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, run, bitch, they about to get you. Yeah, um, but 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 I, I mean, I still don't understand what's going on. I mean, like, I know what's going on in the episode, but I don't know where it's going. Like, it's just it's just that it's like these are just all random episodes. Well, that's, that's what I mentioned like. about Atlanta last week. Is that I got to remember how to watch Atlanta because th- they don't tell like a linear plot line. Like that's not what mm-hmm. they do. So like every episode is like a short film of in and of itself. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of approach it like that because 
you'll, you'll be trying to connect things that aren't there. Like there are themes. Like I think if you pay attention to to each episode, I think like ghosts and spirits are mm-hmm. like a yep. are like a big theme so far this season. Uh, I wonder if they'll continue that theme. Racism as usual. <laughs> right, right. But but a more targeted theme, right? Like something more, a little less obvious. Bro, I cannot stop laughing when paper boys stand outside this nigga window. Oh, you oh, sleep? Yeah. Yeah. You sleep? Give me my motherfucking money. <laughs> and he's tripping over 40000 dog. He was tripping. Like, damn, dog, you got a billionaire house tripping over 40000 But I feel you, though. He's a man of principle. He wasn't even caring about the money, right? Like, I think they've established that that Al don't really care about the money, right? Like, he, right, right. You know, he, he, don't, he don't do shows. He got out of jail, threw the 20000 in the in the crowd. Like, he dumped that little 20000 uh, 20, is actually, a, uh, actually another, um, another kind of, uh, theme i guess because it was twenty thousand advance from the from the the show promoter and and wherever they were netherlands and then um they put the twenty thousand dollars on the table for the poker game so um yeah i thought that was i thought that was super dope um also i think that the um uh also the last episode where you know or actually it was the second episode where they had the uh the dude that was supposed to be tupac like that goes oh, yeah, into, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that goes that goes into like the spirit realm, the death realm, or whatever. I didn't just sit there and watch this man get killed. <laughs> yeah, um, <was> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, shout out to Atlanta. Um, you know, I think Donald Glover and, and uh, Hero. I can't pronounce his last name, but um, you know, they're doing an amazing job with that. Continue. Nah, Don, Donald said, "If you got a, can you hear me?" Yeah, I can hear you. Um, he said, "You got different. a problem with his fucking show? You need to at him." On hey man, hold on, hold on, man, 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 hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pause it just so I can get some comedy off real quick. Hold on one second. <laughs> I hope you like prison food. Officer. Anyway, we're back. Uh, Paul, you can't blame me on your your microphone woes. Yes, sorry. I can. I'm blaming Ty, the producer because Bullshit. my shit keeps fucking up, and I keep getting blamed for it. Nigga, fingers keep hitting the power button. I'm not touching fucking, anything. I'm whatever, not touching whatever, whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, Atlanta, really great. Hopefully, um, the the show as the as the the season progresses, I think the you know we're gonna find out what Van's deal is because Van Van really she you know what I'm saying she on some other shit right now, so. You know, Earn trying to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe not be there in a romantic way, but like be there in like a you know. Hey, look, I'm concerned about the mother of my children now. Come on, no, like I think he, I think it's both. Actually, yeah. I think it's both. I've seen some yeah. theories floated out of there, like how you know this is all kind of a dream, and Van's actually. Well, never mind. I'm not gonna. No, nah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. like yeah, it's it's real wild. But anyway, um, and that's why. Wait a second. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but I'm gonna keep that in the tuck though. It's just because I I consume a lot of Atlanta like uh, content like so See, I don't understand you because when I try to give you theories and shit nah I don't want to hear that but your shit don't be making sense dog it, but but then <laughs> see look see look he worked this up then at the end this, then this at rem- the end you be like oh this you rem- was right this, rem- Paul. this remind me when Hansel Emanuel had you stomping around your block mad as shit <laughs> <laughs> see see see. Man, whatever, man. Can anyway, you me, you can me, I can I can hear you, but you sound like shit. But we wrapping up anyway, so we'll continue. Uh, Moon Knight. Did you catch the uh the the premiere and the? Um, yeah, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, we watched. Yeah, we. 
Did we t- oh yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, because it comes out on Wednesdays and we talk. Yeah, it comes about out on Wednesdays. We usually so record. We usually record on Wednesdays. Yeah, that's my bad. That's my bad. I should have took it off the agenda. Uh, but yeah, fucking fuck with Moon Knight. Looking for yeah, I know. Looking forward to it tomorrow. Um, winning time. Did you catch that? I sure did. Hey man, they get into it. it. They get into it. You know I was I was trying to figure out how Pat Riley gets involved, and I see how they plan. They look. They plan. They playing good basketball. Um, and then yeah, I, I didn't know, you know, uh what's his name? The the coach, Jack McKinney, fell off his bike and slumped himself. He got, so he got fucked up. Yeah, them brakes just snap, young. Like <laughs> and his wife gotta feel awful, you know. She told that nigga to leave the house. He was perfectly he was content just look going over game plans, looking at film, studying analytics. See Jack McKinney, might Jack McKinney mighty could have been the the godfather of basketball, modern basketball as we know. Mike D'Antoni, he'd be the you know Mike D'Antoni. Like league. he was, he was on the analytics and the and the and the pace of the game, the free flowing pace of the game. Um, <clears throat> uh, I really like the that this episode was centered around Kareem. Um, dog, Kareem was going through so much at that time. Like I almost need like more. Almost need like more more content or more media about Kareem, like from like I know he has a book or something, but um, just some visual content about uh, his time like from UCLA into Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Milwaukee has always been kind of a, a racially charged city, and um, it, I think it still remains like one of the more segregated cities in the country. Um, and how he, you know, how him playing there and then also him converting to Islam, um, and kind of, you know, what we know of his, his stances and, um, and, and, and his opinions on, on things, all things black. So, um, yeah, I'd be interested to see something describing that time, but they went over it a little bit, went through his upbringing and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I thought, and, I thought him, the whole episode him, was good. Him and Magic had to tussle a little bit. Finally, you know yeah, saying? finally. He said, We calling you Cap, but you ain't doing shit. Can you tell me? Big Magic Johnson, what has he done? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, hey, look, Ma- Magic, he, he asked Magic why the fuck he always smiling. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. he, all these smiling ass niggas, yeah. You can't trust these smiling ass niggas. Hey, 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 Kareem was ahead of the time because he was like, you need to chill out, show some yeah. respect, man. Look yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, he said, who? He said, team? What team? <laughs> what team? He hit with that air What team? <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, man! Uh, oh my man! Speaking of what team, I, I was referring to. Remember the Titans, but I'll let you yeah, yeah. whatever you want. But uh, but yeah, my man Wood Harris was in there as uh yeah, as, 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 as Spencer Haywood. Yep, as Spencer Haywood. I thought that was pretty cool that you know that he came in being like you know who he was, but um the coolest nigga with Matt with uh Kareem. With Kareem, yeah, Kareem embraced him. Somebody was like, I don't think I ever seen Kareem hug or smile. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, up, brother? <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was cool. Um, the whole the whole circumcision bit was a little much, but it was funny. Yeah, I was like, all right, now, come on, let's, get, <laughs> let's get to the other parts, please. Um, but yeah, uh, look forward to winning time. It continues to be good. Uh, Halo, have you caught? Are you caught up on Halo? Yep, I've, Dog, I've seen it. That show's pretty good so far. Yeah. I so like here's it. the ironic part: we're saying it's good, but people who actually play Halo and was diehard fans, they hate it. Kiss my ass. They're not yep, gonna. They t- they're not gonna fucking tell the campaign story, dog. Like 
give it a fucking rest. It's only two episodes. Like I, 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 I'd be, I'd be okay if they said, oh, well, this, this is bullshit. This is bad. If like we're five episodes in, or you know, like this ain't as bad as Tommy. Like <laughs> I feel like no, we this ain't as bad as Cowboy Bebop. They ruined that shit for me. I feel like we recognize early. Well, it, it's a little. Well, yeah, okay. Let's let's not do comparisons because my comparison was bad. Yours was pretty good, but you know, I wasn't trying to make that point. Um, <laughs> but uh, just in in terms of like video games that you know that are at or the films that are at or media that's adaptations of video games um you know i thought it was a pretty good job so far um my man my man bokeem woodbine was in the second episode and you know, he and I. <laughs> let me tell you something brother, <laughs> brother. oh yeah i was like why are you talking like macho oh, man yeah, what's, what's going on man bokeem man Randy i could tell that was him as a kid because he had that gap i was like yeah. that must be bokeem yeah that i was like uh, you know it's funny because i saw him I, I, in passing i i thought i saw uh something about bokeem and halo and i was like oh, okay cool you know whatever but as soon as that as soon as that little young gap tooth nigga that was uh that was running from the the Udom sc um <laughs> uh i was like oh yeah okay bokeem in this give episode me five cool. minutes. I, he's like give me 10 i'll give you five yeah yeah. Me 10. yeah see and yeah, yeah uh, i think uh pablo shriver um i mean you know for what i know of master chief i think he's playing him pretty good like He's yeah, not, the only he's thing a, is he's kind of Chief. emotionless. Yeah, I'm about to say he doesn't. He talks less than uh, what's the other show we watched in like, Mandalorian? Uh, no, not Mandalorian. Uh, what's your Bo- Boba? Boba Fett. Oh, okay. They, they, they probably talk. They probably talk the same amount, but but in the show they talk more than they're supposed to, which is it's yeah. okay. He, he yeah. needs to talk a little bit. Yeah, yeah he's the main character. Uh, I think the dynamic between him and the um, and Quan Ha, um, the little girl. Uh, it's pretty good, so I'll keep watching it. Yeah, I'm gonna keep watching. I'm gonna keep watching good. all of that. All right, next up, Bel Air season finale. Thoughts? I did not realize that was a season finale at first. Yeah, me either. I did not realize, but Will was talking that shit to his hey, dad. Hey. He was talking that shit. He was talking that shit to all the adults in that room. Yeah, oh yeah, all of them. I was like, who are you talking to? Who mm-hmm. are you talking to like that? Yeah. My only critique, yeah, I thought it was a good episode. My only critique about the story, though, is like, like they make this show has made a big deal about a couple of things that, like, I feel like is a little overblown. Like, Will keeping a secret about why he was in Bel Air, and then they coming out, they coming out that he just shot up in the air. They treated this nigga like he was a mass murderer. Exactly. Fucking crazy, and then. Like Will's dad being in jail, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, cool. He's out of jail now. Like, you can make this a little bit more interesting by like, like I get they were trying to recreate that that iconic episode, but I feel like there's more you could have done with this. Like, if you and Marlon Wayans, like for for better or for worse, I thought he did a pretty good job of of playing Lou. Um, he brought his kind of own little thing to it. Um. But it's like I feel like they could have they could have explored that a little bit more, like because remember in the at least in the episode, the brilliance of the episode is that like he reeled Will in, right? He was like, you know, he was like, yeah, man, I want you to come, you know, take my trucking route with me across the country. We gonna do that for the summer, blah blah. Uh, blah. And didn't show up, and yeah. made that like heartbreaking, you know, moment where he didn't show up. You know what I'm saying, like. 
Like give me, like give give us a chance to see him disappoint the kid before y'all exactly. just start the beef. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they got mad because he said something about his mama. Like, yeah, Don't talk about my fucking mama. I was like, yeah. and then he choked him too. I was like, All yeah, right, yeah, he did choke him, dog. That shit was. <laughs> Uncle Phil came in. Not ready to fight it. Not Uncle Phil. You a sucker, nigga. Exactly. I was Uncle Phil coming. You should have punched Marlon Wayans dead in his shit. You know what I'm saying? He got his got his hands around your nephew's throat. Nephew's throat. I know. Hey, hey, I bet. I'll tell you who would have stuck him dead in his face. Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey. If Jeffrey was there, he would have held him. But you fired him. Exactly. It's too much going on, man. It's too much going on. Like they need to bring Jeffrey back. Uh, Jazz, I, Jazz. I think it's. I think it was real good. Like I said, I think that it was kind of weak, but they had to find some reason for him and Ashley to not get along, which is kind of stupid. Who will? Yeah, yeah, Will yeah, and yeah, Ashley. Yeah. yeah, it had to be some kind of drama because he lied about it. Um, also, said, that is that her her little crush likes him. I thought they were going to do something with that, but maybe next. You said time. what? Her little crush likes Will. Remember that? Her little crush, her little girl. She she said that she liked Will. I know that's not like on Will's radar, but that's just another plot device to hold some resentment against him. You t- you talking Ashley? You, t- you said Ashley. Oh, right? th- oh, you talking about Ashley's friend? Okay, I thought yeah. you were talking about. Well, okay, the cr- the crush. The, Ashley had a crush on that girl. Yeah, yeah, girl- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I thought yeah. you was talking about someone else. Yeah, I would say they. I yeah. guess they just said add Ashley. that in there. Yeah, you said you said some you said static. I'm sorry, I was thinking about Lisa. I was thinking about Lisa. Sorry. Lisa. Oh, okay, okay. See that, that now I'm picking up what you put. That's a fine, by the way. Uh, but that's a, now I'm picking up what you putting down. So, uh, yeah, 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 but yeah, that that whole I think the fake beef between him and Lisa is like, I mean, I think she, you know, clearly, clearly we think she's overreacting. But yeah, I was she, like, all right, who cares? All right, he didn't want to tell you he went to yeah. he went to jail for a night. Yeah, okay. your dad, your dad. And she got some fucking nerve. Her daddy sent her over there to spy on the Banks family. Exactly. And, she, and here she is wondering why he ain't being honest. Fuck out of here. Exactly. Get the Lisa, fuck out of here. I'm reading the report. Lisa, I was on your side, but now I'm not. You got to get the fuck on somewhere. But look, it, it's it's funny because they now now I'm, I'm actually talking about Ashley. They treat Ashley like uh, the little girl from Family Matters. Like we don't even see her no nah, more. Nah, she's not like Meg Young. She ain't <laughs> Meg Young. She ain't Meg. Oh, you said Family Matters. My bad. No, Family yeah. Matters. Family yeah, Matters. Yeah. The little girl that went upstairs and never came back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, nah, I think Ashley will be fine, especially as that actress gets a little older. They give her a little bit more to do. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. thought it was pretty good though. It's hopefully renewed, renewed for two seasons. So yeah, hopefully um, they don't have it on pause though. Yeah, hope. Well, yeah, true. Um, maybe Will continue to work on this while he <laughs> while he builds his his illustrious he ain't got nothing Holly, else to do. while he builds his illustrious Hollywood career back. Um, <laughs> but that's about all you'll get from me on that. Uh, this week's game theory was really good. The little deep dive on the Masters, I really enjoyed that. Um, you said, what was that? The oh, your mic's oh, back. Oh, look at that. All right, shit, stupid. Thank you, thank you, uh, Mono Caster, uh, on Paul's side. Um, but yeah, um, the the Masters uh segment was really good. Uh, I did, I DM'd uh, Rod, uh, friend of the show, um, uh, one of the one of the writers, and uh, I was just like, yeah, man, that shit was brilliant. Now, one thing that um, that he talked about was that so they had to do this whole 13 minute segment on the Masters. Without use, without talking about racism, sexism, and um, and classism, like they had mm. to do that. 
So they had to write it with all that in mind. So they got all that good content without doing the race angle. And then Bomani's part was to talk about like, yeah. And all this on top of racism, classism, and sexism. So, um, you know, I thought that was brilliantly done. Uh, the woman on the street. Oh yeah. That's the other thing I told him. The woman on the street, the, uh, someone the the one that allows certain jokes. Yeah. Dog. I don't know who she was, if she was a real person or if she was an actress, but she was great. She was funny. Uh, <laughs> like that, that one, the quote I tweeted out was the, uh, the question he's like, all right, so <laughs> what was it? The MLK shit. Um, it's like, what What if someone said such and such to you? Uh, he said, uh, if MLK would have seen you play, his dream would have been to send your ass to the G League. And she said, oh, yeah, that's good. That's in balance. That's, and what, said, a white person. No, what if it was a white person that said it? <laughs> <laughs> that shit had me rolling. Uh, the other thing that had me rolling uh, man, I got to watch it again because there was a bit on there. Like there was like, uh, well, the good, the bad news is blah, blah, blah. Well, the good news is blah, blah, blah. I, I forgot what that was pertaining to. Um, but I guess Sidney Castillo wrote that one. Um, cause he's the only one that liked that tweet. <laughs> uh, Sid is, uh, Rod, uh, one of Rod's writing partners on the show. Um, so, um, you know, hey, look, if the guy that made the joke liked it, that's all I need. Um, but uh, but yeah, that was that was like that show just keeps getting better and better and better as they kind of find their footing. Now, unfortunately, it's only six episodes. There hasn't been any news that came out about a renewal or anything like that. So we'll have to see. But, you know, this is just good to like I'm a big fan of Bomani. The you know, this shit, you know, the way that this is happening you know what i mean is is pretty cool and it's just good to be along for the ride and this experience because um yeah man that i mean that dude gets it and i feel like he speaks to a lot more people than than you know the travis uh the whatever the fuck guy's name is clay oh, travis show before, no, no, no 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 the 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 like the, he he speaks to a lot more people than clay travis or will fucking kane or whoever else um you know might have you believe that he doesn't like he his, his shit is universal like i think er, like all his jokes like you can like it's not even necessarily jokes it's like all his angles of which he approaches things like most of them at least uh are relatable you know what i'm saying and um you know i feel like you know that dude that dude is probably one of the most brilliant like sports minds um well i i think outside of sports like just social commentary minds that are out there. Just, yeah, just um, genius. I always, I always thought the the best part of the show is when he be sitting at the desk and then someone say, "Hell yeah, Boston, talk your talk shit, talk your shit, <laughs> yeah, talk your shit." <laughs> yeah, I still don't understand the uh, the genesis behind that, but uh, I might ask uh, somebody um, what that's all about. So, um, yeah. Um, and then finally, I watched the uh, Gerard Carmichael um, stand up. It's called Rothaniel. Um, I mean, spoiler alert, he comes out as um as a gay man in that in that special. Um, it was really good. Um it kind of reminded me, and as I was sitting there listening to him, because it was a very like it was less of a comedy show and more of like a like a monologue, like what Dave Chappelle's been doing lately, right? Like He's sitting on a chair, got a leg crossed, just talking, kind of like just like and it felt like this one in particular, like the subject matter 
was all about like his family keeping secrets all his life and you know like that kind of he just kind of talked through how it's manifested in him you know what i'm saying to him keeping secrets and stuff like that which all led to like the first like 15 minutes was about that and then like he told a story about his dad cheating on his mom and all that kind of shit and there was some laugh out loud funny shit in here because he's a comedian um but it was it was like really it was really like crazy to watch like him really because like he has his relationship with his mom right <clears throat> he had a really good relationship with his mom that was like his best friend he always felt like her his protector or she was uh he was her protector and all this kind of stuff and then when he came out you know when he came out to his family um you know like he talked about like how <laughs> he had a really good joke in there uh i can't repeat it because i'm not gay so i can't say the f word but um he said his uncle Jumba called him the f word and he was like, well, I'm going to get mad that a 40-year-old nigga named Junebug called me an F-word. Like, your name, your name is Junebug. <laughs> um, you know, so he, he he interjected a lot of comedy and, uh, you know, a really, you know, thoughtful and impassioned and vulnerable um, set about, you know, about, you know, his experience or whatever. Um, he had a bit on there about black women uh you know like most of his like his black women friends that he came out to uh they weren't they weren't uh they weren't mad that he was gay they were mad that he was dating a white dude um <laughs> <laughs> and so like and, and that was the other thing too was like the crowd it was a really intimate setting so the crowd um like at certain points where he was like kind of because it was heavy you know what i'm saying like especially when he was going through like oh that's the point i didn't finish he was going through like you know the shit about um his mom and 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 how you know she's really christian really religious and she just can't accept him right and she's like he's she was like he was like she hasn't like she doesn't tell me she hates me or anything like that she's like he's like almost rather she did you know what i'm saying like uh because like it feels like she's just cold to him right like mm -hmm. and um you can see he was really struggling with that so um, you know, at certain points where he's kind of like gathering himself and thinking about it, um, people were asking him questions, you know what I'm saying? Like from the crowd and he was answering them. He was giving like real, like real time thought process. Like I'm sure he went to that comedy club thinking he was going to do a set and then tell a couple jokes about him being gay and be off. But like, he like sat down and like, like it was like a therapy session almost. Um, you know, I, at least it felt like to me. Um, so, um, <laughs> oh, and that's, a, that's the thing too. One of the, one of the people, cause he he, his whole thing was like, oh, you know, Jared Carmichael's not even my real name. Like Jared, you know, that's like my middle name. Uh, like that's, that's how he started it. And then, uh -huh. um, you know, he, throughout the whole show, he was saying like, I'm just being honest with you, you know, and some girls like, then what's your real name? <laughs> and then he was like, ah, ha, 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 that's good. And he got back to it. At the end, he said his name was Rothaniel, um, oh. and that's how it ended. Um, so, uh, salute to Jared Carmichael or Rothaniel Jared Carmichael, uh, <clears throat> and uh, and Bo Burnham. Uh, Bo Burnham directed this. Um, I thought the way he presented this was really cool, um, and uh, um, yeah, really good, worthwhile um, stand-up special. So, um, shout out to Gerard Carmichael for living okay. in his truth. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, but that's about all I had. Do you have anything that you were watching or anything I left off? No, um, no, I don't think anything. We've we've all been watching the same thing. I have to catch up on Abbott Elementary, but uh, oh, like dog. I said, you must catch up on Abbott, dog. Like, that shit yeah, is I'm a point of watching. It's so yeah, good, dog. I, I'm, so I'm, I'm gonna have a little time since I'm going out of town, but um. <clears throat> You don't forget to mention the music coming out Friday. Also, Vince Staples. I don't know if you remember that. That's actually coming out. Okay. Vince Staples. All right. And also, <laughs> the number one album, ESTG and 42 Doug coming out. Uh-huh. Oh, you hey. hey, nigga. No, nah, I'm just playing the outro music. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's like a rap hey. music. Yeah. Hey. Nah, no, you hey. yeah. Eastern Standard Time G and 42 Doug. Yes. You're going to stop disrespecting ESTG. All right, keep on now. Nah, I'll, I'll listen to it. No, you won't. <laughs> New Jin. If you know it, sing along. Thank you all for joining. It's been another episode of Basis Banner. We appreciate y'all. Let's let this rock for a second. Okay, me and my two niggas be like Eddie I'm Zach, you AC, the Jesse and Kelly. I pull up to your hood, just let me know when you ready. You can follow I'm us at Baseless Banner on Twitter, at Baseless underscore yeah. Banner on Instagram. You can follow Paul's fat ass at Life of Fat Pablo <laughs> on Twitter. You can follow me at Todd Knows, K N O E S. You don't know if you spell it right. Gerard, you see, he keep fucking up my mic. He keep fucking up my musical. My mic on purpose. You see it now. Yeah, yeah, it's a fine. <laughs> you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can email the show at Basis Banner Pod. Oh, I'm sorry, at Basis Banner Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time. We'll see you later. See you later, bitch. Hopefully this sounds right. Look at you, bitch.